Before we get started with today's episode of the Tansen Talk Show, we did want to announce that we have brand new merchandise available for purchase. You can find all of our current listings at merch.tansenmedia.com. We hope that you enjoy the listings that you find, and no worries, there will be more in the future. Thank you all so much for all of your support, and now into this week's episode. You won't want to miss this. Hello everyone, this is Brandon K. Hedgepeth, and I just want to welcome you all here to the Tansen Talk Show. I'm just so excited to speak with you all here today on the platform. And so today I have the amazing Seth Gardner with me. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate the uh, the intro, the amazing Seth Gardner. That's like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel really special. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm so glad to have you here. And so first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I uh, I got, I, I woke up and it's raining and I love the rain. So it, I know most people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to be so sad. So, but no, I, it feels good. Like this is my, this is my element. I feel like everything's perfect right now. Well, that is pretty great to hear. And, you know, at the end of every, you know, rainstorm, or at least the nice ones anyway, you always get, you know, such a beautiful rainbow. So. Oh, yeah. No, I know a few weeks back, I looked out my window. I actually got a picture of it, but it was like this huge double rainbow. And I was like, whoa, because they're never clear. It's like one of them is super faded, uh, but they were both like solid rainbows. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a rarity right there. And hopefully you were able to like capture it in picture. Yeah, well, I think so. I'm pretty sure I got a few. I don't know where they went, though. <laughs> that definitely feels extremely relatable. But but yeah, but before we really like get started with this conversation, are you able to give us a brief rundown to some of the amazing things that you do and tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so I'm a 3D artist at the moment. I've had you know many titles over the years. I started originally with doing like stop motion animation on an iPod that I got for my birthday when I was really, really little and, you know, slowly but surely got into YouTube and I was like, oh, this is how a camera works. Um, and then from there, I took like a massive break. I don't really know what happened. The, like three years ago, it was just like I stopped making videos um, and I got into CGI. But, you know, at first I was doing like After Effects stuff, just compositing like, oh, look, you know, my hands on fire, <laughs> just like the most random like stuff, watching tutorials. And then I, I got into TikTok and I was like showing people, look, you know, I made this thing explode or whatever. Um, and of course, doing that, I'm recommended all these people who are doing crazier things with actual 3D elements. And so I was like, you know, how are they doing this? And I, I was trying to do it for a long time with After Effects and like, I, I don't know. Like I, long story short, I ended up having to learn Blender because you just can't do 3D very well with After Effects. And, you know, three years later, I'm here today. And I don't know. I like to think I'm at sort of an intermediate level. And that's kind of what my focus has been. Well, that is, yeah, pretty cool. And definitely, like you said in the beginning, you've done a lot of stuff over <laughs> yeah. over the years. And so I guess, like, what actually initially, like, got you started with even wanting to do all this? You mentioned, yeah, like, stop motion. Like, is that just something that you 
yeah, enjoyed. Uh, oh, okay. So this is also, uh, this is an embarrassing story, but I didn't know how time lapses worked and I couldn't figure it out because I didn't know the word time lapse. I didn't know what to search, like how to take a time lapse. I was like, how to shoot fast video. And somewhere down that rabbit hole of Google, I found out about time lapsing and how frames work and stop motion. And the reason I was searching for all of this is because I used to draw a lot and I wanted to make YouTube videos of like speed art animations of me like drawing from start to finish, but just all sped up. And that I didn't really have the means to shoot an actual time lapse, like just shoot all video and speed it up. So what I was doing is using a stop motion app that would automatically take pictures every few seconds. And that is what got me into stop motion. That's actually kind of cool. And as someone who very, very briefly, you know, like tried to do like some stop motion stuff, I actually, okay. So more or less to keep the long story short is that I love Legos and so, and love building them. And so I had a very brief fascination with wanting to like, I mean, put them together and like record myself doing it. And it wasn't necessarily anything I wanted to publish per se. It's just like, I just wanted to see it being built in a super short period of time. No particular reason. But overall, that's really interesting how, you know, like I said that you wanted to do that as sort of your own way of time lapses. And so out of curiosity, what were you trying to take time lapses of? Uh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, it started out with art and then it went into just like using toys but specifically this is awesome because you just said this i was using my legos and i was trying to set up these scenes with my legos and you know some of them turned out okay actually i think like for how new i was to everything and i don't know just i was on an ipod you know i had to like shoot it edit it export it and like i don't know the resolution was really really bad back when i was doing this so it i think all things considered, they came out pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I started with Legos and there are some of them up on YouTube still, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, well, YouTube definitely is like the unofficial archive of uh, different parts of your life. Or I guess in this case, it's the time lapses of your life. Stop yeah. motion. Definitely. Yeah, and so... And so at what point did you begin like progressing from these yeah time lapses and snapshots like yeah I mean into what you're doing now because like you said I mean it's been a a long journey and I mean I'm sure you know sort of your mindset to even I'm sure from when you started is you know probably quite different from how yeah how you think about content now Um yeah so when I was first starting, it was, you know, like I said, the stop motion stuff. And I would also, with my brother, we would take my iPod and we would like set up with a bunch of cardboard boxes and a blanket. We'd put the blanket over the cardboard boxes. So it was like this giant counter and we'd try to record like this weird local news segment. And we're like, a fire truck just went by our house today. <laughs> like the most random pointless things. Um, I don't know that. And then also like, I've always kind of been a goofy person. So I would make 
funny videos when I first found out about memes. Like I was trying to do stupid stuff that would look really, really dumb today. Um, but, you know, I thought it was hilarious at the time. So I guess it's always been like expressing myself, which is, you know, the cliche. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's I'm not sure what specifically made me want to be in front of a camera talking to people because, you know, even today, like I, I don't necessarily like that. It's just kind of a means to an end with the tutorial stuff I've been doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure the mind, sh mind shift mindset today has shifted more towards trying to put out helpful content. And I've seen success with that lately. Um, you know, instead of just like walking around my room 30 times in a video and being like, you know, uh, these are the shoes that I got for VidCon. Um, it's, it's more about like how to do something. And, you know, I have more of an audience now, especially since I'm niched into the 3d stuff. So I don't know, over time things change. I don't know if it's anything specific. It's just like roll with the punches and d continue to develop, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense, though. I mean, I think, like, I'm trying to think, even think back to, like, when I first started. I never wanted to be someone who was, like, in front of the camera. I That was, like, the last thing I ever wanted to do. I just like helping people, and I, yeah, I wanted to make nice technology videos that, yeah, that could just help out people because everyone always asked me all these questions, and, you know, and so I figured, well, you throw it on YouTube, it reaches a bigger audience. And yeah, I just do this for a little bit, just help out. And then when I'm done, I, I'm done. But, you know, but sort of where, like, having done this for a while, it's like, it sort of like becomes a part of you almost like, it's like, like, yeah, you feel like, oh, I need to go record this real quick. And then I guess the second thought process is sort of like, why is it that I need to record this? Can I just do it? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I, I experienced a lot of that as well with the daily vlogging stuff. I say daily. I think I was daily like one time for like maybe a week or less than a week, but uh, just going somewhere really cool and like, oh, I got to bring my camera, you know, I got to make a vlog out of this. And then you look back a few weeks later and you're like, you know, I really wasn't like there for it. I was trying to like think of the video and I don't, I feel like there is more to appreciate and it gets old eventually, uh, specifically with vlogs. Yeah, I completely, I mean, agree in that regard. And so for me, I never, you know, became anyone that really like made a whole bunch of vlogs and published them, but I, I started doing like ever since right before the pandemic, starting at the beginning of 2020 was that I just started recording like sort of vlogs been the sense like for me like because i just sort of want to be able to capture like what i've done like within my life but at the same time i'm as of right now recording this not saying that i'm never going to like publish another vlog again i i think as of recording this i've only like published like four though i'm sure like many of um several of them i have yeah, actually recorded but like i would like to say that i think that was intentional for me because like I said, I don't, I'm not one that really likes being in front of the camera. I just like being able to sort of enjoy what I do. And I love capturing the moment, but sometimes I just like capturing it for me. Like, you know, like the home videos that you just, yeah, that 
that you know you just record where it's just something that you can have for to look back at, at in like 20 years and be like oh i did that and it's like that's really how i lived my life like i remember it slightly different and so so yeah so even though like the concept of recording so fascinates me at the same time it's like i don't i no longer really feel obligation of that like i have to post it like this is something that you know i need to do and not saying that i don't like content but I like different stuff. Like I like doing these podcasts. We're able to have a conversation and yeah, it's something different. And I think, you know, this is a lot more within my comfort level too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the healthy place to be with content like that. Some people get really wrapped up in it. And I mean, I guess as a phase, it's, it's okay to be like, you know, for this year, like that's what I did. You know, I really focused on YouTube and making videos every day or showing all my life. But in the long term, I think, even outside of just like the pressure, it's, I feel like, you know, there's a lot that comes with even, you know, when more people start to see it, it's like you have all these people and it's not something I've experienced personally, but I actually knew someone who grew their YouTube channel to a hundred thousand subscribers and then they deleted everything off of it because it just became way too stressful. Um, so, you know, I think the healthy place to be is like, I want this to be something to look back at. Um, and personally I've used Snapchat for that. Like I just record something and then I save it. And then, you know, now looking back, I have like four years of just random stupid selfies and I'm like, Oh man, you know, that's when I had hair. <laughs> so. But still nevertheless though, I mean, really a fascinating thing when you can sort of look back at your work and hopefully see that, you know, you've progressed over the years, even when you're doing different work altogether. It's just like, wow, that, yeah, that progression, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Right. Um, no, yeah, I've definitely seen progression. Um, I don't know if it's me getting better per se. I think it's just like, uh, diving into different parts of the video world for a long time, 3D was really intimidating. And to see so much of that on my portfolio now is pretty, uh, it, you know, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I had tackled something that was felt impossible for a long time. Yeah, I really would love to like dive like, you know, really into sort of what you're doing with 3D. But before I do though, I actually want to tackle something we like, we sort of just spoke about in terms of like when you were recording your vlogs. And so, so over time of like you recording your vlogs, especially, yeah. in I was going to say in your high school time, but you actually finished high school like early, like you tested out. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So that was an interesting process. Uh, I guess I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, there's a test in California. It's called the CHSPE. I know that's kind of a mouthful, but uh, I believe it's California High School Proficiency Exam. And it's something that's usually taken by actors or people who are trying to like work adult hours, but in high school, because, you know, there's like a limit when you're younger to how much you can work, at least here in California. Um, and I was not having a fun time with school. Uh, I also didn't really ever go to like high school full time. So I, I didn't experience everything. I just felt like a lot of what I was doing was a waste of time. And, you know, I really enjoy 
growing the things that I'm interested in or, or growing the skill sets rather. So, you know, if I can spend three hours on YouTube learning, for example, 3D stuff, it, it feels much more valuable and it's something I can quantify and actually see the results. Um, and it's something I take with me because it's something I plan on working with almost on a daily basis. Um, so I've always been a big fan of like, follow your curiosity. And that's always felt more powerful to me than just like, oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta wake up early. Uh, I gotta have a list of things. And like, I don't, obviously that's powerful. And I'm not like sending any negativity towards people who do that stuff. Cause I definitely make lists. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Curiosity has, it's like the thing I feel like if everybody just focused on the thing that gets them hyped, it's like the world would be progressing in a way that doesn't make sense right now. Cause it would just work differently. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And, and so for you, when you, officially tested out like like i guess would you do at that point because you no longer necessarily had to like you know worry about classes or you know any of that and i believe at the time you're still doing your you know your youtube as well with your uh, vlogs at least to some extent and so how did your i guess everyday life sort of shift with that uh well i mean right off the bat you don't have the pressure of like assignments or tests or, you know, stuff you're not interested in that stacks up. So, um, I don't, I think a lot of my time was spent learning about business and watching business videos. Um, I, I tried to learn as much as I could about the stock market. Like I would just listen to podcasts and interviews. And there was this one dude who did like college lectures, but they were all uploaded to YouTube. Uh, I don't, I don't even know how it was like this playlist that was just in the dark that I happened to find. And I would take showers and I would just play these videos while I was in the shower and listen to like what he was saying. Um, I, cause I feel like that's the route, right? Like if you, if you are not doing school, you gotta like either go get a job or try to start your own business. And so for a long time I was really set on like, I'm going to learn about business and start my own business. And, you know, I had a few ideas like, I had this app idea and I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram when I was trying to build it. Uh, and by build, I mean like make a Photoshop mock-up of the icon because I had no coding experience at the time. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I feel like immediately, you know, the biggest, the biggest deal out of not being in high school anymore was that I could learn and I could do it focused on my actual interests and my curiosity and not have a giant pile of stuff that I am not interested in. I don't know if you've probably even noticed, like if, if you have a bunch of schoolwork for a class that you're not super interested in, you're more than likely going to be procrastinating to some degree. Um, and you know, for me personally, that was like, I'm drawing, I'm, I'm doing all this other stuff. And then at the last minute, I'll finish everything kind of in one go and I'm still very much that way today. But, uh, you know, the big difference is that I am able to focus on what gets me hyped when I wake up. So I, I, I there's not, I can't say like, you know, right after I tested out of high school, I was like, Oh, I, I was making all this money. And like, I, 
there's this huge shift. Uh, it was more just like, now I have the time to focus on educating myself in the way that I need to be or feel that I need to be educated. So yeah, that's, that's the most empowering part of that. Well, I really love that, like that you mentioned that even though you may have tested out of yeah, high school, like, you know, the formal education, but you didn't start, yeah, stop, you know, learning though. Like you just wanted to more so just shift from, you know, learning what was, you know, required to, you know, learning what, what you love, what you're passionate in and, you know, and having more time for, you know, for yourself and your own, you know, your own interests. And so that's really cool that you were able to, like I said, utilize such a like, technology and YouTube playlist to, I mean, to learn, because I think those are just so underutilized, you know, resources. It's just like, we have all of this knowledge at our fingertips. It's just like, why don't we do something with it? Yeah, I, the internet is an archive of human knowledge and it's searchable. And, you know, this has been said before, but traditional education was developed and popularized during a time where the internet did not exist. So you didn't have this huge database of knowledge you could go to a library or something, but you know, you still have to have like this, the self starter attitude and like, I'm going to search for this stuff. And a lot of people don't want to do that. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like if you have the hunger for knowledge, you're going to be moving at your own pace. And, you know, if you want to sit and watch a bunch of videos on two times speed and you know, you're, you can retain that you're going to be much better off because if you're following traditional education and you're going to lectures and everything, you can't be like, Hey, talk faster. You know what I mean? You can't, uh, you kind of, there's like a set pace that you have to move at. And for me, that feels really limiting. And ever since I stopped doing that, I've been able to accomplish a lot more and, you know, continue to impress myself. So yeah, I mean, that really speaks to sort of how everyone has their own drive, their own motivation, and, you know, in our own sense of interest. And so, like, for me, like, I'm, of course, you're know, very much into, yeah, education, as I'm, as I'm sure that you know, but, but what, what really sort of stuck with me is what you mentioned about the two-time speed, because I, I watch everything sped up, and so... It was really weird, I guess, going back to synchronous classes where everything is at normal pace <laughs> because it's just like, not that it's bad, it's just different because I'm not, I'm not used to it anymore. And so right. it's just like, oh, okay, I need to sort of like, I remember first week I started back with synchronous classes. I said, okay, I'm going to take a week and I'm going to sort of have to relearn this whole process all over again. How do I take notes again? And how do I do this? Just because I sort of had evolved a little bit and how I took notes and how I remembered things. And so, and I miss being able to sort of go back to a conversation and, you know, just press play on it. So it's like, oh, okay. I have to sort of learn in the moment again. Um, but, but yeah, but overall, I, I like how you mentioned, you know, like you said, the YouTube, you know, you know, lessons and lectures. And then now, I mean, with your 3D stuff, you've, you know, slowly begin doing, making those yourselves, you know, with showing people how to use Blender. I mean, 
I mean, how cool is that, that you're able to sort of do some of the stuff that you were trying to learn yourself, you know, just a couple of years ago? It's awesome. I mean, it's, it's great because as someone who had to learn that way from the start, it's, it's powerful because I can take the big problem, which is like, you don't know what to search for and try to make a clickbaity video like <laughs> that someone will watch. And, you know, maybe at first they're hesitant because they're like, oh, this is, you know, this is just another dude trying to sell me some course or something. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's like I can pull them in and be like, hey, this is that piece of knowledge you didn't necessarily know that you needed. And it's like, oh, and then they're using it for every project. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly powerful to be able to share knowledge and it's it's definitely not easy to edit. I don't, I don't like editing, believe it or not. Uh, I, I really struggle with sitting down and editing. I actually have a vlog that I filmed, uh, in November of last year. And it's, it's still like, I just rough cut through the footage. I didn't do anything crazy yet. Um, but you know, that's also because I've been very busy when I was making vlogs all the time. It was like, that was all I was doing. That was like my thing, you know? Uh, so yeah, uh, sharing knowledge has been powerful and through doing that, I've met people that it makes no sense for me to be meeting just because they see a video and people say it all the time. Like all it takes is one person to see that piece of content and you never realize until it happens, like how awesome that is. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's been the most powerful thing I've done since I started doing it. I don't know if that makes sense in terms of connections. Yeah, I completely actually get what you're referring to. And like you said, it only takes, you know, the one person to, you know, to watch it. And, and, you know, even like for me and some of the content I do, it's just like, I do it cause I, you know, cause I love it. I enjoy it. And hopefully someone can take out of, you know, take something out of it. It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter to me whether it's like one person or a hundred people. Um, but it's just like, if someone got something out of it, great. You know, the time was well spent and we're all you know, good to go. But I'm, I like that you're able to sort of use your time now to, you know, be able to do this, help out others, and then also like advance your own creativity and following your passions. So, and so... And so I guess before I progress further with this, is there anything that you miss from your regular vlogging and your previous other ventures that you have worked on in the past? Uh, there was this vibe that, I don't know, when I first met Noah, you know who Noah is, obviously you've had him on the show in the past. Um, it was weird because we were, it was like there was this other person for the first time who was also trying to make videos every day. So for a good year, it was like, you know, we're pushing each other. And there was this grind set vibe that was just always in the air. It was like drink coffee, make videos. And I missed that. Like I missed the, the feeling of when all of that was happening for the first time. Uh, the sad part really is like looking back and realizing, you know, because a lot of what we were doing is we were making these videos 
and we'd have to get like so much B-roll for what we were doing. And it took so long to grab it that it was like, for the majority of this video, it looks like we're working, but we're actually just like putting in filler shots of, <laughs> you know, like typing on the keyboard and all this stuff. And it, it was so time consuming to do that. So it was like, how much are we really getting done? That's going to help us. Um, yeah, sorry. That's kind of off topic, but still sort of relevant to what the conversation is around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I miss the energy, like the feeling of waking up and having that feeling of like, we're going to make a video today. And I had a chalkboard that was on my wall next to my bed with like this Casey Neistat vlog camera <laughs> with like the microphone. And, you know, for a long time I was working with this really like low quality camera. So when I finally got my first DSLR, I was like, ah, oh, this is so cool. And, you know, I feel like that's probably where I started to fall off and not upload as much as when I started getting better equipment. So that's a weird connection to make. I, it's just, you would expect to like, I'm getting better equipment. Now I'm going to be just doing the same thing, but better quality. But there was this fall off of like, I'm uploading less and I have better gear. <laughs> like it, I don't know that it made a huge difference. So, you know, working with the tools you have, even if they feel super primitive, it's I don't know, like, if you have the drive, I feel like that's the important part because you can have the means to make something all day long. But if you're not actually motivated to, it's like, what, why does it even matter that you have all this crazy gear? Yeah. And yeah. And really taking what you said though, about, you know, like upgrading the equipment, getting better quality, but, but, you know, but yet having less of a passion for it, what I actually like very much relate to that in the sense that like, I was even thinking like for me and everything I'm doing is that one of the reasons I started this is just because I was having fun with it and having a passion for it, but sort of repeatedly like upgrading everything and sort of, yeah, I guess changing it makes it almost more from shift from a, I'm doing this for fun and I'm doing this because I have to in the sense that it's just like changing like your passion into like a job and not every passion necessarily can or should be like translated into like that type of job and i mean that's okay it's just sort of like figuring it out early before it burns you out yeah i totally agree with you not not every passion should or even can be a job it's it's just you know something's got to be reserved for like when you get home um i can definitely speak to that more now uh with the 3d stuff because the past few months i've been doing much more freelance work and you know, I love 3D, but I've noticed as I'm doing these projects for other people and they're taking months and months of my time, it's like, you know, I, by the time I finish it and I've put in like 10 hours in a day, it's like, do I really want to go and work on my own project now? Or do I want to just like, you know, <laughs> take a nap or something? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that. And yeah, like, but when you were first starting to work with, you know, with these clients and doing the freelance work, like, how was it for you sort of knowing that, yeah, you, know, you were able to do this, able to accomplish this, use your, you know, the lessons that you learned from online and actually, like, professionally do work for people? It It's not something I think about all the time, but I'll be in the middle of a project and it'll hit me and I'll be like, 
this, like I was intimidated by this. I had no, I touched Blender like one time when I first met Noah, cause I was trying to make an intro and it was the most confusing thing in the world to me. So I don't know to go from that to like, I like people are telling me what to do and I can make it happen is it's the weirdest feeling when it just hits you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. Like, you know, you might be in the middle of sentence, just like, wait, how did I end up here? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, is this supposed to be me? And are, were they looking for someone else? I don't know. I mean, but I mean, but you did it though. Like, you were able to make it there. And I mean, yeah, like I said, kudos to you. You, you know, you're you've been working hard for past several years for as long as I've been following you online. And I mean, this is where you are now. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why I haven't been posting on my main Instagram. I know you, like, I have another account that I can't really talk about the projects I'm posting there. Cause they're just not like, you know, otherwise I would post them on my main account, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of in that weird phase of like, I'm actually busy. <laughs> it's not passion projects. It's trying to take the thing that I've been doing and, you know, cause I do enjoy it still. It's just like, you know, I want, I want to be enjoying my job. So I, I try to surround as much of my work in that within that as possible. I don't, that sentence didn't make any sense, but I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. And you briefly touched on that, you know, that with all of these projects, as much as you yeah, enjoy them, that they are sort of taking up your time and, you know, sort of taking you away from, I guess, some of the projects you're a little bit more passionate about. And so I guess, how do you see yourself sort of progressing over the course of this year, 2023? And, you know, and like, are you going to continue doing these, you know, these freelance projects to like gain experience? Or do you want to sort of dial it back and work on your own projects or? somewhere in between um for quality of life i'd like to say that you know by the end of this year i'm working on my own projects and i have some other job making a lot of money uh you know something more traditional where i have a set amount of hours a day that i'm supposed to be working uh because you know then when i get home i can just be like oh i you know i can do my own stuff now i can do my own 3d projects but, you know, when you're working for yourself and you have other people's projects, it's kind of like they will have deadlines sometimes and you just have to fit it in. Otherwise, you're not going to make the money and they're going to find someone else. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where I'm at right now. It's it's not ideal. I'd like to have more time to just do my own projects. And, you know, I'm learning a lot, but also I feel like I don't it's more like I run into problems and I have to solve them to learn. It's not really like I'm trying to learn new softwares or anything. It's more just like stick with my current workflow. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, one of the nice things is that I'm being paid to learn more essentially. Uh, but it's not like I'm going to go take the time to learn some other 3d software that I want to learn. Cause I realized that that's just going to, you know, it's going to cut into when it needs to be done. And it's, I have to pick and choose what I'm learning. And that's originally like, that's why I wanted to get out of the traditional education system is, you know, you, you have to pick and choose. It's not, it's not, you know, follow your curiosity. It's, it's more of, 
you have this obligation, I guess. Um, and I don't know, I guess that's life. Maybe I just don't like, <laughs> you know, the way things are set up, but yeah. Well, I mean, just even overall, it's just been so great to, I mean, to even hear some of like, you know, your thought process behind things and yeah. And really like your passions and I can really tell, I mean, even from this conversation that, you know, that you're just truly passionate and just, yeah, continuing to learn and your, you know, and your curiosity. And so I just really hope that everything, yeah, I mean, just continues to sort of work out for you and that you're able to find your balance and workflow between, you know, what you're passionate in and stuff that sort of forces you to sort of just like, I guess, fervor your, your curiosity just a little bit more. Yeah. Thank you. I hope that within the next year, I'm able to transition into, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll just start working with more people and I'll, I'll learn to delegate more and that'll give me more time. I feel like, you know, greatness is usually achieved in teams of people. And 3d is a great example of something that is, you know, there's a pipeline. Like there's, there are multiple levels and there are professionals who like their whole resume is just one of, you know, one piece of that pipeline. So when you're trying to do all of that yourself, it's like, no, you know, no wonder I don't have any time. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm filling up the jobs of like four, five people. And that's, that's being pretty conservative, you know, teams at studios are doing this stuff and it takes them years to put out, you know, what we see. So. I mean, what's that? I mean, it's just impressive that you're even able to do that. And yeah, and I mean, to do this early on in your, you know, in your presumably like, you know, extensive career, like, it's like, you've done this, but, but yeah, definitely, I hope that you're able to sort of create and develop a team, work with people that are just as passionate as you are, and, you know, and be able to learn from each other. And and I mean, that's one of the things I love about speaking when people getting to interact with people is that you sort of like pick up a thing or two from, from meeting with them. It's like, oh, their workflow is a little bit different, but I sort of like the process they have. Or this person, I cannot stand their workflow. I'm not going to do anything like that. But I mean, you're nevertheless able to learn from that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's where I'm at right now. It's It's like you said, like just sort of taking in everything, all the connections, all the people I'm meeting. Um, I guess this is just like where I'm at. It's, it's like, I'm trying to make some money with, you know, what I like doing. I have some goals for this, like financial goals, um, that I'm trying to hit. Um, and then, you know, building a team would be ideal in the near future so that we're able to do great stuff as a group. And, you know, that's, I'm sure you've experienced how nice it is to have a diverse group of connections and not just all the same people, you know, the same friends for however many years, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, within the next few months, I'll have a moment where I'm able to shift, make the shift towards, you know, doing more of the stuff that I want to do. I'm working with more people. Um, and, you know, hopefully build more of a business and less of a personal freelance thing. 
Yeah. That's what I do. I, I have a personal freelance thing. <laughs> well, you know, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's one of the nice fun things about having a passion that you've been working on for a long time and like developing it to a business. But then when you're in that w weird in the middle sort of thing, it's just like, yeah, this is what I do slash this is what the company does, sort of, mm -hmm. just a little. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I've just, like I said, I've just so loved and enjoyed yeah, this conversation thus far, and yeah, I very much appreciate you, you know, coming on and officially getting to, you know, to meet you and just really, like, hear what you're passionate in. Yeah, it's great to finally talk to you. Uh, you're really, you're a really cool person. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's totally different actually having a conversation with someone versus through the text messages. So I can tell you're very passionate about what you do as well. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. Yeah. And is there anything else, I guess, while we're here and wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to, you know, to share on here while we're speaking here today? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, this is the moment nothing comes to mind. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure, you know, what we were going to talk about initially. It's just kind of flowing with the conversation. I don't have things like planned out or anything. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's actually the way, I mean, I love to do it. Like I always have a couple of central, yeah, central thoughts and questions but i mean at the most part i just like having it flow with the conversation really see where you know you know where people are now and then sort of how do you even get to where you are now and what you're thinking about doing in the future and i mean overall i'm just very excited to continue sort of following your journey for this and speaking of which if anyone would like to follow you on online where's the best avenues to do so um on almost every social media platform it's at seth n gardner and yeah i mean you could probably just type in seth gardner and it'll come up within the first few people but uh yeah it's the one with all the 3d stuff <laughs> on the portfolio or the page usually um yeah that's where i am well, overall, I hope everyone who is watching or listening today definitely go check out all of Seth's amazing work. And and yeah, and so before we yeah close that, which first of all, of course, you know that you're always welcome here. If you ever yeah think of anything else that you would like to yeah discuss, because yeah, I've, like I said, enjoyed this conversation. But yeah, to close out for anyone who is listening here and is inspired by what you said to sort of follow your curiosity. What do you have to say for those people? I would say that when you're making, as long as you have the drive and you're taking steps as often as you can, it doesn't have to be every day, but you know, if you're taking steps, the small progress adds up and I am the product of that. You know, you can, you can go from something that feels like very intimidating and something you will never touch with a 10 foot pole to 
doing it for other people and being able to take what they want and actually, you know, make it happen. So the little progress adds up. And as long as you're making an effort as often as you can to learn and to educate yourself, then you will get there. And it's not, it's not as far away as it seems right now. Every single person you look up to or you've heard of that you admire, they were in the same boat as you. And, you know, everybody starts off in more or less the same place. They have to educate themselves. So you will get there. That's my message. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much, Seth. And definitely don't be a stranger. Keep me in touch with all of your creative projects here and in the future. I will do. Uh, I hope that we can do this again sometime because it's it's fun. And I will, I, I gotta, there's so many directions we could go for conversation. I just, I'll make a few bullet points for the next time we do this. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing those bullet points and just really being able to explore them from there. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, well, for all of you watching and listening, thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, I love being able to do this and speak with so many just amazing people. And be sure to tune in to the Tanson Talks show yeah, every week. And be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, because that tremendously helps out. But until next time, have a wonderful day, everyone, and let's make things happen. I'll see you all later. Take care. Are you interested in having your own podcast station? Well, be sure to check out our sponsor, PodPage, for all of your podcasting needs to help promote your podcasting journey.